You're listening to The Dope Post, brought to you by KUCI. So I did a Avengers Endgame episode with my housemate last week. I'm still editing that, but that's going to be up on my podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can find us at KUCI The Dope Post. But today, uh, I'm going to try something new on my show, and that new thing is bringing on someone who does not know anything about sports and they're just going to ask me whatever they want for 30 minutes and then I'm going to try my best to answer their questions. So today I have Cassandra Chung on. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Cassandra. I'm a fourth year business economics major and I only started recently watching um, basketball, like college basketball, um, winter quarter because Adam. (laughs) So that was fun. Yeah. Um, so she's just gonna she has six questions and we have our show ends at four thirty, so we're just gonna go on with it. Oh yeah. Go. So my first question, what's your favorite aspect you enjoy about basketball? I love just how fast the game is compared to other games like football or golf or baseball. It's always fast, there's always something going on, and then you like you miss so many things when you're watching the game. And then it's only when you like go back and look at the replays that you see that the small decisions that the players are making and like if they did something else then the game would have been this or even like uh, with refereeing sometimes the referees they do like controversial calls and then um, people get fans get mad about the calls and it's like you, you everyone it's like a nice community where you always like talk about the game and then you're like ah oh, what if this ref uh, called it this way right and then the game would have been differently gone differently something like there any a specific any specific time where you saw like a ref do a controversial call and you did it and you're like oh no um yeah it happens all the time sometimes they sometimes well it's like referees they're not perfect people so sometimes they just get the call wrong right um it happens every single game i think almost oh, no. almost every single game where it's not it's not like they make 30 mistakes right it's just they might mm-hmm. make it's like no one it doesn't really matter what they're calling for the majority of the game it's just the last two to three minutes of the game and the score is like tied up right and then they do a mistake they, they make a mistake on a call that benefits the other team that's when like fans get flustered up and then they might get mm. um, annoyed at the call and they might think they might like make up conspiracy theories sometimes when they say you know the NBA they're like purposely uh making this other team win for like ratings or whatever which you know it's possible but is it likely i don't think so Mm -hmm. so if lakers did not exist what would be your favorite basketball team then um if the lakers did not exist (laughs) i i think i think i wouldn't have really i think i'd go with the houston rockets right now Mm. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Did you start Houston? Did you start most, watching them? Most people Lakers? most people they grow up watching basketball, so they mm-hmm. normally root for the team that they're clo- that, that they live close to. So for me it's just like close to LA. So I mm-hmm. I, I was always like aware of Kobe Bryant and Shaq and the Lakers. And I didn't start watching until like 2014 when Kobe was like old, but he's like still playing really hard, which made which made that really entertaining for me. That's a really good question. <laughs> I've never heard that question asked for someone that like that's into sports. It's like, 
if you didn't root for this team, like who else would you root for? Yeah. Yeah. How was your your most memorable first experience with the Lakers? My first memorable ex- memorable experience. I still just remember like the first night I ever started watching like a Lakers game for like more than half an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And it was I think it was the first game that Kobe came back from a, a season-ending injury and I was just like kind of learning the, the the history of like what happened in the previous years because every game there's like these uh, commentators and they they like commentate on the game right for uh, the audience to, mm-hmm. to hear so they were just explaining like what happened with Kobe Bryant what happened with the, the Lakers organization as like a business um, what the organization has failed to do what are they good at good good at doing and then it's just nice because in a short span of like two hours maybe where the game is happening you you see the game you see what happens kobe's old you see him playing like well and he's trying really hard they're losing it doesn't matter that that they're losing but then when the commentators they're explaining like what's going on in the nba world it's really easy for you to like be interested and then just kind of just diving in yourself after the game ends so for mm-hmm. me like after the game end ended i think the lakers lost right but then i immediately went to my phone and i went on wikipedia and i was just searching up like stats for the game the numbers mm-hmm. and then i was just like reading kobe bryant's like biography for like everything i've missed in his entire career you know so i just remember that oh that's awesome there's there's plenty of other moments like for anyone that loves sports like we all have our like certain moments yeah so for example yesterday you probably were not watching the playoffs, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday, uh, it was a playoff game. It was a game seven. So teams were tied at three three wins each. Mm-hmm. Whoever won yesterday would move on to the next round, right? Okay. So this team in Toronto, it was a tie game, and there were like 10 seconds left on the clock, I think. And then their star player, their best player, his name's Kawhi Leonard. He's from California. Mm-hmm. He uh, got the ball. He shot it on the side of the, the basket. And he was kind of like jumping away from the board and he shot it. And then the, the, the basketball went onto the, the, the hoop. Mm-hmm. It bounced four times. No. <laughs> One, two, three, four. And then you can see it like even in real time and not yeah. like slow-mo that the audience and everyone, they're just like watching like whoop bounce. One, two, three, four. It went in and then they won um, 92-90 or 94-92, wow. something like that. Were you and holding in your breath at that time? I actually turned off the game because, <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't, you know, really like rooting for for, for anyone. Okay. So, uh, it was six o'clock and Game of Thrones came on. So oh, you I, right. I prioritized Game of Thrones over the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I found I found out later what happened though. So mm-hmm. everyone everyone's seen the replay by now because it's a really <laughs> like what he did was super hard mm-hmm. when you're like jumping away from the basket to shoot and then it bounced four times. So. The, like the ball could have bounced like anywhere outside of the basket and it right. would have been a different thing right but it just went in that's crazy. so as a so most fans would say like this is like a a moment where the basketball gods like stepped in and just like <laughs> did their magic and then just helped the team win yes that's so, such yeah. an awesome moment yeah so the other team they uh one of their star players he was like actually crying after oh, the game because he was I very bet. like disappointed <laughs> yeah. that's so true so I'm like I might be super out of the loop, but like I know Kobe Bryant is like this is super what this is what the sh- this is what the episodes for for <laughs> for out of the loop people. Um, is there like a current like basketball player like professional who's like the next Kobe Bryant, or like is, do you predict that there will be? Okay, so 
it's like a lot of people agree that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I just. I just say that. <laughs> I just say that to people. If like I got interviewed at Target, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy, I could tell he was a really big. Uh, Michael Jordan fan, so I told him like, I thought Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time, <laughs> which is not really necessarily the case of what I truly think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Kobe, people would think Kobe's like the closest we've ever gotten to Michael Jordan mm-hmm. since then. But now I don't think I think certain certain players they they play their their playing playing style. It's similar to how Kobe played, but no one's like is considered like the next Kobe Bryant. Mm. So for example. Um, I'd say Russell Westbrook. He's this guy who's just entered his 30s. And in professional sports, like 30 years old is like, you're about to be considered old, right? But this player, Russell Westbrook, he's playing like crazy. Like the way he plays is he runs super fast and he does like all these physical things that like exerts a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like how young Kobe Bryant played as Mm -hmm. well. Oh, even though he's like older? Yeah. So he's, he's, Kobe Bryant when he was in his like 20 20s or when he Kobe started playing at like 17 right mm-hmm. so when he was super young he like do all these crazy dunks right where you just like just pound the basket with the the basketball so I, I'm comparing Russell Westbrook's playing style to how Kobe played like that when he was in his early 20s oh that's yeah. cool but I wouldn't say anyone no one no one playing right now is like considered to be the next Kobe mm. oh, okay interesting Kobe like did crazy things like like he scored 81 points Mm -hmm. which is the second most points scored in a game in history the only person that beat him was like this guy named Wilt Chamberlain who scored 101 points by himself like I'm talking by himself in one game in one game by himself this guy named Wilt Chamberlain scored 101 points and then Kobe broke uh, not broke but he's closest to ever score that uh, score that many points with 81 points Mm. yeah so That's no true. one no one is like doing crazy things uh, there are do- people doing crazy things but they're not considered to be the next Kobe or even better than Kobe yet at least mm-hmm. yeah have you ever actually met like the players on like LA Likers I've never met them Whoa. I'm reading um so I'm reading this book about the history of basketball yeah like it was written 10 years ago but it's still like relevant mm-hmm. I guess and apparently back then it was a lot easier to meet players now it's just like there's so much security in all the stadiums that you can you can't get close to them anymore but the author of this book his name is bill simmons he's like this famous like espn journalist he wrote that like he would go to the boston celtics games with his dad and as a kid it was really easy for him to just like walk around like near the the on the ground level of the court yeah and he just asked players to like sign sign something for him or take pictures for him uh, with him so back then it was a lot easier to do. Now it's like super hard to do. Oh, yeah. I'd say I'd say the e- the only the easiest way to take a picture with a NBA star is only if like they're still new. So mm. if they're if it's like their first year playing professionally and they're not known as well, then it's like you might catch them at like an event or something, or they could just be eating at a restaurant by themselves, right? And you can just approach them. But let's say like Kobe Bryant was still playing today, he he would be. In LA, if he was in LA, he would be swarmed with fans, just like how Beyonce would like show mm-hmm. up somewhere, and like people just you, you'd have to close down the streets or something, right? It's that same level. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, what's your most prized like basketball possession? Um, 
I think. Okay. So Kobe Bryant's last game. It was April 2016. Is my senior year of high school. Tickets were like five thousand dollars just to like sit at the top of Staples Center because that's how that's like how even super far. Yes. Oh my god. So they were being res- resold basically oh. for the highest price, like insane prices. Mm-hmm. And people people bought these tickets by the way. So five thousand dollars. Yeah, each. I didn't I didn't get to buy a ticket. Um, so me and my friend we just after high school was out we just drove to L.A. and then we stood outside Staples Center. We didn't get in. We just stood outside Staples Center, mm-hmm. and we just tried to find any television screens that were playing the game, and then we just watched it with, like everyone else in LA. Oh, so close! So, so far we, away. So my friend and I, we just watched on these like small TV screens yeah. outside a restaurant, and oh. we just watched the game. It was a good game. Like Kobe, he was thirty, thirty-six or thirty-seven years old, which is super old in basketball and professional sports, but he scored sixty points. In as a 37 year old in his last game ever so well so it's like he's known to be this like super hardcore hard-working self-determined like player mm-hmm. so for him to like give us this last show for his last game ever right it was yeah. a super emotional and super fun and i guess my possessions from that night were just like taking pictures of my phone of like mm-hmm. the the restaurant tv and then just doing like a little video and like everyone cheering because no one, as a 37-year-old, no one would, no one, you, you'd never guess that someone that old could do so much in their last game. So we thought, like, he would just, I think most people thought he would just score, like, 20 points or something. Mm-hmm. But he scored 30. And I remember when he got to 40 points, it was just going crazy because the game wasn't over yet. And there's still, like, another quarter to go, I think. Oh, yeah. So then he scored 10 more and he got, like, 50 50 points for any basketball game is insane that's like one player they're like very good yeah from one player so then after 50 points every other like two points or one point or three point it was just crazy (laughs) so i guess my possessions are more like my memories of like Mm. that that night really oh and then when he got to 60 points and then just insane (laughs) and experiencing that as like a high school senior yeah i was like 17 it was crazy (laughs) What um, quality do you think, um, like, a professional basketball player should embody, like, characteristic-wise? Or values? Yeah. So, I I see even now that, like, there's traditionalists and, like, more, like, modern people in their line of thinking. Now, um, I'd say the traditionalists want these basketball players to be super, like, hardcore and just like how Kobe was, right? Mm. So... One, one, one example is this guy's name is Kevin Durant. He, he played for a team in Oklahoma. He was doing well. And this one year, he got really close to beating the Warriors, who you know as like being super good, right? Mm-hmm. But then he lost to them this, uh, in 2016. The next year, he decides to leave Oklahoma and sign with the Warriors. So it's think of it like this. You're you have a really nice you have a really good competitor who's bringing like the best out of you. Mm-hmm. They beat you at something, but then next year instead of trying to beat them and uh, working your do, uh, doing your best, you decide to join your competitor. Yeah, right. So in sports, like I guess a lot of people saw that as just like you know he's not he's not willing to like improve himself and just play hard and just like trying to beat his competitors to be the best. Rather than doing that, he joined the best. 
that's what most people view him doing oh so but then other people like you could you could say like who cares like yeah. why, why does he have to be why does he have to stay on a like a losing team and lose every year right and why, mm -hmm. why why can't he do what he thinks is best for his own career right we we don't know what like kevin durant was really thinking but for me it's like i understand both sides as a fan it's like well i don't want him to join the best team because then he's he's been winning every year since then but on the other hand i understand like it's his career and he wants to win and he thinks he has the best chance of winning with the warriors and hence uh his decision oh okay that makes sense would you ever like attempt like if you could go back and like your young self would you ever try to play basketball professionally or like college um i think see all these like professional basketball players their parents kind of got them into it right oh. so they've been playing since they were a kid mm -hmm. and i can't i can't go i can't think of like, this answer this question doesn't like really applies to me because my parents never like brought influenced me with basketball and i don't i don't even think like in school like all the all the all the kids were gonna be basketball players so i had no one to like inspire me to like keep playing basketball mm -hmm. so oh. no i don't think so <laughs> How how much time do you take to like analyze the replays and the footage? I think fall quarter I was I was just like I just changed my mind and that I wanted to be in sports. Mm -hmm. So I started I was watching games like every day. Just like at least one game a day. And if I didn't watch the games, I'd watch like highlight videos that were made by people mm -hmm. on YouTube and they're like ten minutes long. It's a good like summary of the game. Uh, winter quarter and this quarter I'm watching I think like I'm still I'm aware that I have other responsibilities so I can't just sit down for like hours and watch the games yeah that's more like a weekend kind of thing mm -hmm. but I make sure to watch a little bit of the game or at least the highlights I go on reddit and there's like NBA subreddits and mm -hmm. basketball subreddits and then people are just like giving their two cents on the game so you find out what happens in, in like, through that way Sometimes, like, a fight happens or something in a game. Oh, so really? you'd want to know. Yeah. Sometimes, like, players just get mad or they're just too in the moment. So oh. someone throws a punch or something. Ouch. And it's just, like, very chaotic and dramatic and interesting. Oh, um, okay. Now I'm trying to learn more about, like, basketball analytics, which is using, like, math and statistics to evaluate, like, player performance, uh, team performance, how to improve player performance mm -hmm. stuff like that so I'm, I'm trying to find like content creators on youtube who are like experts with this and they're making videos like explaining like how they think of basketball oh, okay so what do you think is the most important like skill to have to like be a really good basketball player there's too many skills <laughs> like you can't you can't just be really good at one skill and be bad at every other skill mm. so if you it, there are there are players who are like really good at one skill and not not good at others but they're not considered to be like the best players ever mm -hmm. so they're so the really good players like they're good on offense which means they can score a lot of points they can shoot three pointers they can shoot two pointers they can dribble the ball well they uh, don't turn they don't like lose the ball to like the other team a lot they're and then on the defensive side it's like how well can they how well can they um prevent the other player from making a shot and then making steals and stealing the ball mm -hmm. you know 
and you just like need both elements to be like well balanced yeah there's 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 like a lot of categories mm-hmm. in in uh, basketball like statistics so points rebounds which means like you catch the ball like someone someone um tries to shoot the ball into the basket and then they miss mm-hmm. so you catch the ball that's called the rebound oh and then you could just do you have to touch and then just like so it's rebounds thing of rebounds is just like catching the ball mm-hmm. after someone misses their shot that's all oh it doesn't matter like which team the yeah. ball was from so if 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 you shoot the ball and you miss mm-hmm. and i catch it that's called the defensive rebound so that oh. means that my team gets the ball and then we get to go to the other other side of the court oh yeah but if your okay. teammate yeah if your teammate catches the ball that's an offensive rebound mm-hmm. and then you guys get like another shot of like trying to make the make the get the ball in the the, the basket oh yeah okay then there's um assists so it's like you're you're helping someone else make the shot very complicated very complicated <laughs> it is I think there's I'll so stop. many I think, like ter- te- like so many like technical terms yeah i've been watching so i started watching in 2014 so this is my fifth year watching okay and there's still so much more to learn like there's plenty like just me scouring through like reddit posts of people like giving their 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 two cents on something mm-hmm. they know so much more than i do so and you know there's people who have been you know they haven't been playing since they were kids but they've been watching at least since they were kids mm-hmm. so like these people with like 40 years of like watching experience who knows so much more than i do oh so, that's true yeah the more you watch like the more you learn Mm-hmm. okay that makes sense wait i had a question but then i forgot it <laughs> but um mm, oh um We have time for we okay we we end in like five minutes so okay. this could be like a general question or one I mean, or one so or two what's, small what's your second favorite sport to basketball um football oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay so I feel like how do you keep let me let me try to explain football <laughs> to you in five yes. minutes yes please okay football has more players than basketball mm-hmm. basketball they usually have like thirteen. 12 to 15 players on their roster maybe football they might have like 50 i don't know 50 maybe mm-hmm. so there's just more positions in football than uh, basketball and the point in football is to try to get the your football from one side of the football field to the other side which that's that covers a hundred yards and they, the lead player, his his role is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's the best like thrower, so he has to he has to be able to throw the football at very long distances to like someone else to catch it. And these players are called the wide receivers. They catch the ball. They're they're, they're like really good with catching, and then they're also really good at like trying to like dodge the, dodge like other um, defensive players. Mm-hmm. They they try to run the ball as fast as they can. And they have four chances to uh, get the ball past 10 yards. Once they get it past 10 yards, they get another shot, another chance. And then they keep doing this until they run out of chances. And if they're, if they're on their fourth chance and they don't, they don't um, succeed in moving the ball past the 10 yards, mm-hmm. then the other team gets the possession of the football. Is it that hard to go past 10 yards? It all depends on, like, the skills of the player so for the offensive team they have to be really fast Mm -hmm. the quarterback has to know where to pass the ball the catcher has to be good at catching the ball when like he might have like hands in his face that might like obstruct his like view 
Um, on the defensive side, you have to have people that are trying to get to the quarterback and get him to like put pressure on him to to make the throw, right? Because mm-hmm. let's say no one is in his face, then he he's just he can just like relax, right, and just calmly just decide where to where to throw the football. But if you have two hands in your face, like you got to get rid of the football like immediately, right? So that's what the def- the defensive team has to do, and then p- the defensive team they also have to keep keep track of the the catchers and try to make sure that they don't they're not able to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm like even worse with like football teams than basketball team. Who's yeah. your favorite for bas- for football then? Well, you, as you know, like um, whenever I come hang out with you, like remember that one guy who comes in with the Tom Brady jersey. It's like me and this guy were always like, yeah, Tom Brady. Oh, 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 oh. And then they played, right, at the Super Bowl? Yeah, so Tom Brady, <gasps> oh, he's yeah. he's he's this really like famous football player who plays for the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. which is like a team from Boston, Massachusetts, basically. Mm-hmm. I never grew up with football, so it's even more like I've been more distanced from football than I am with basketball. Mm-hmm. So for football... I would just watch the Super Bowl every year, and then for the past couple of years, I would just notice that the New England Patriots they would be in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I naturally just gravitated towards the team that's like been really successful. Oh, and I just love okay. like Tom Brady, and he's like in a, he's forty one years old right now, so super old in professional sports, but he's still performing well. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what's like the retiring stage for football then? Football, I think. So for the quarterback, what Tom Brady, uh, the role mm-hmm. he plays, all he has to do really is like he has a really good like upper body strength, so he can throw the ball, the football like uh, long distances. He he's not he's not responsible for running or he's not expected to like take a body hit from from another player. Mm-hmm. So that's how he's been able to like play for so long. Oh. Also, he changed his diet like dramatically, so he he doesn't eat like sugar or like caffeine or stuff like that so his body's just very his nutrition is like very um good mm-hmm. oh. Oh, okay. same thing in basketball so people players in basketball who don't have to uh run that much they they tend to they tend to uh be able to uh, play for a longer period but if it seems like for basketball there's a lot of like running back and forth so it seems like like you would have to run yeah, but some people in basketball they they dribble the ball a mm-hmm. lot more. So oh. I'm talking about people who are like seven feet and over. They play in the center. They don't have to dribble the ball that much. They just stand underneath the basket and they catch the rebounds and they they block their shots or like do the dunks. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they don't have to like move around the court that much mm-hmm. compared to the shorter players. Mm-hmm. The shorter players are they they just have better like ball handling skills, so they don't have to centers bigger players they don't have to exert themselves as much as smaller players so they tend to be able to play a lot longer mm-hmm. so All then right. wait hold on one more question one more question All right. yes is football more competitive or is basketball more competitive both are more com- both you can't i don't i can't answer that question they're both <laughs> very competitive sports oh yeah. just like different levels yeah yeah oh, all right but okay. i think we're out of time for the yeah. show so awesome. thank you for coming on yeah thanks for having me yeah and i'll catch you later yeah